listeners. Welcome to Grief Out Loud. Remember the last time you tried to talk about grief and suddenly everybody left the room? Grief Out Loud is opening up this often avoided conversation because grief is hard enough without having to go through it alone. We bring you a mix of personal stories, tips for supporting children, teens, and yourself, and interviews with professionals in the grief world. Platitude and cliche-free, we promise. Grief Out Loud is hosted by me, Jana DeCristofero, and produced by the Dougie Center for Grieving Children and Families in Portland, Oregon. Hey listeners, before we get to today's interview, I want to tell you about an exciting development. Grief Out Loud recently partnered with BetterHelp. Have you heard of them? They provide online counseling and support with licensed counselors via video, phone call, real-time chat, and messaging. When BetterHelp reached out to us to ask if we wanted to partner, we thought, well, we better try it before we recommend it to you. So a few weeks ago, I signed up and got connected to a local counselor. It's been great. You know how when you try to find a counselor, especially in the before times, it took a lot of work? When you do finally connect with someone, you might have had to trek across town or even to a different town, navigating traffic and scheduling. With BetterHelp, I got connected in just a few days. The scheduling was super easy, and the commute just required me to walk across my house to a different room. If you're needing support and counseling, give BetterHelp a try. You can sign up using our specific Grief Out Loud link. It's betterhelp.com forward slash grief, and you'll get 10% off your first month. So once again, it's betterhelp.com forward slash grief. Okay, here's today's interview. When someone dies, we grieve what we shared with them in the past, but we also grieve for all the events that will unfold without them in their physical form. Big events like birthdays, graduations, weddings, becoming a parent, starting a career, going through a breakup, moving, and, you know, a pandemic. But also small everyday events like needing to unclog a sink, cooking dinner, losing your phone, sharing that cute thing your dog just did, and in general, just debriefing about your day. When we hit upon one of those moments, we might find ourselves wishing we could get their advice or ask how they handled a similar situation. Sometimes we just want to know what they would say to us, what wishes or hopes they would share about whatever is happening in our lives. Art Shake is the founder and CEO of CircleIt a digital platform designed to help us stay connected with the people in our lives, even after they've died. When Art's father died in 2012, he discovered that his dad had written a series of letters to be delivered to different family members on specific dates, like birthdays, weddings, and anniversaries. Carrying out his father's wishes inspired Art to create CircleIt, in the hopes that everyone would be able to create these legacies. On CircleIt, you can record, share, and preserve memories to be shared with family and friends now and in the future. Art, thank you so much for coming on to Grief Out Loud today. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Happy to be here, Jenna. Thank you very much for inviting us. And your father was the inspiration for Circle It. Tell us a little bit about him. Uh, My father had a very interesting life. Uh, Very early in his age, he went to Merchant Marine Academy. He was a sailor, right? So he got to travel all over the world. And with the power of camera and a video camera that was coming up at that time, that was one of his prized purchase, very similar to what iPhone people will buy today. And that is how he (laughs) took that. And he captured amazing memories throughout his life that he left for his generation. And that was the inspiration is how to help dad, 
transfer that knowledge, great knowledge and great memories to the future generations who would want to see and know. So your dad was sort of an amateur documentarian in a sense of his life and the things that he experienced. A little more than that, I would tell you, uh, because obviously growing up in, in, in Pakistan and my dad's job in the shipping wasn't like making big bucks, right? I mean, the, the limited amount of money, so small amount of money. So he had the camera. Well, guess what? That became the camera for every family member who was getting married. So before videographers were there making thousands of dollars, my dad was out making videos. Most importantly, I remember early childhoods, like when holidays occasion will happen, these uncle and aunts will come in and will play the video. He'll play the video of their wedding that they haven't seen for years, right? Like that type of stuff. So the joy it brought. So that is the type of stuff that dad used to do. And I see further along in life, what I'm basically doing is basically extension of what he was doing on a family levels. I just had this image of like your dad as the original YouTuber, but for family weddings and <laughs> other events. <laughs> my my dad. My dad never made it to social media. Like he was a very private person in that matter. So no Facebook, no Instagram, none of those things was there. So privacy was very important. So he's, he shared a lot of those things in CDs and hard drives and stick drives and <laughs> letters and pictures with note, like give this to my niece when she grows up or this, tell this to my, my mom on her birthday. So there's a lot of these things that he, thought of in a very thoughtful manner, laid it out and planned his life. And that's the gift that everyone is getting now. Tell us a little bit about Circle It. Like what inspired you to create it? I know you've talked a lot about your dad being this like personal historian in a sense, but tell us a little bit more like what is Circle It and, and how does it work? So the origin of Circle It really stems from very deep need, right? So initially what had happened is when my dad left these amazing memories, pictures, letters, notes, things to do for him on his behalf in the future. At that time in 2011, I mean, my dad was perfectly healthy, but next year he passed away. So as a son, I have a set of things that I have to do for him. Okay. My brothers have their set of things that he has personally ex exchanged with them to do for them. So we all are doing that part, right? So we, I kept doing that as a son from 2012 to 2017 or so. And then the light bulb came in my head where I was looking at getting married, having a kid and the whole reality of like, oh my God, if I live to the age of what my father lived, my kid may be 15, 20 years old. <laughs> and I'll be like, so what about all those other birthdays and holidays that we're going to miss, he's going to, or she's going to miss out on. So how to be there, right? Like that was the genesis, real fuel to make something. So Initially, when we created the technology, the idea was for me, my family and my loved ones to actually use the technology. And then we started from our own friends. We started hearing things like a friend. I talked to a friend named Matt in, in his life, right? Has a realization with cancer where he's absolutely healthy. But when he had the realization of cancer, what he learned is life is very short and tomorrow is not guaranteed. So he started keeping a Google Doc off all the advice he wants to give his son. I have a friend, Tiffany, she lost her parents at very early age in her life. Okay, she understands what that value does. What Tiffany was doing, Tiffany every single night will write a letter to her kids that they will open up when they're 18 years old. So there's all of these friends who are doing similar things in a very different manual way. And that is what, when we looked at it and said, yep, this has much broader 
use and it can do a much greater good is how we got started back in 2017 and 18. So that's super helpful to me because I I was picturing it as something that somebody who receives a really serious illness diagnosis would then like go in to circle it and start creating a legacy because they know that they're dying. But this is actually for folks who, I mean, dying is always on the horizon, but dying is not on the imminent horizon, but just day-to-day life, like wanting to preserve memories and legacies for your family for for whenever you might die. We, we're all going to go one day, right? And we don't know when we are going to go. If we knew, <laughs> life will be great. We won't need insurance. We won't need all that stuff. So the, what I felt is, in human soul, there's a big burden parents, grandparents, and all carry about what will happen to my loved one after I'm gone. So this gives them that, especially of somebody that knows that they are dying with cancer and all. This is for them to take the load off, to put something there out for the kids. But what we do, something is very beautiful. The moment when a loved one creates a card for you, when you have that technology, it shows the card, but it is locked. And it doesn't tell you who it is from. So you see cards coming for your birthday, cards coming for your graduation, cards coming for your wedding. So you will see all these life milestones where your loved one and family members will create cards. Some of them will be there. Some of them will not be there. But the beauty of that is because these things are preserved 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now, these messages will, will pop. The beauty of that is to give the, the grieving person a way to just connect with the loved one that they, they, they so dearly miss. So say I'm on Circle It and my parent writes a letter for me for when I turn 50 and that parent is still alive when I turn 50. I can still access that letter, right? Like the person doesn't have to have died in order for Absolutely. me to get to the... Okay. In Circle It, if you break it down into the most simplistic manner, what we do is we remove the barrier of time because every technology is built on now, now, now. And Circle It is built for now and the future. So anything that you communicate and you want to send. So if you say, hey, this whole pandemic has given me new, new outlook at life. I want to share that with my, my grandkids. They're not even born yet. Circulate is a technology which will take that content from you. And then when they come in the future, we'll deliver them. And when that moment happens, kind of like back to the future, when this day, when they get married, then give them this. When they get engaged, give them this. If they are uh, retiring, maybe this. So it's, it's just leaves. We're giving you the tools that you can and letting your imagination decide to do what you want to do for your loved one. So some people have birthdays are very important to each other. So what will it will do? If you have a kid that is 10 years old, every single year throughout your life, it wants you to create birthday cards for your kid. Eventually, we may not be there for the later years of the kids, but they will still have you. That's the concept of circulate of bringing that joy to the people that are going to grieve because people miss their loved ones on important milestones, birthdays, important days that they that are between them those are very very emotional we want to make sure that people can enjoy that and as you're talking i'm thinking that you know so many people once they have someone in their life die it becomes so much more precious to preserve memories and thinking ahead to legacies and so when we were first talking about doing this interview i was imagining it as 
for folks who are grieving to like receive messages from the person who have died, who has died. But I think of it as like, say someone in your life dies and you have this newfound awareness and appreciation for constructing memories and connection, that this is actually a place you could go in your grief and start to create that for the other people in your life, whether it's your children or your cousins or your friends or anyone else who's still alive. So anyways, I just had that little thought of like, oh, this is actually something you could do in your grief that might be a really helpful part of that process. What are you starting to hear from users, from people who are engaging in Circle It? It's a very, it's a very shocking experience I, I see. I've never seen, I never expected this type of reaction, I'll tell you. Most, 99% of the time when people understand what this technology will do for them and their loved one, they literally cry. It really shakes them when they fully understand what this technology will do long after they are gone. We have a technology that delivers cards and all these, but we are going to transform this into a truly generational technology where your future generation will come here and learn about you in a very private manner. Well, it's like your own personal Library of Congress archive where people it, of future generations can go back and historically see who you were and the impact that you had in the world. Exactly. So everything that we curate, we keep it private so we dis will display it out to your future generation that will come in 30 years from now 40 years from now 50 years from now or 10 years from now but more importantly for the people that are living is the joy of getting all those so i'll give you an example like deborah tenney's husband passed away a few years ago and one of the things that was important to them was valentine day and i saw that video of deborah tenney from uh, from arizona and literally when she got those flowers like the the true expression of human emotion was there and to everyone it feels different somebody loves the privacy somebody loves the whole timelessness part of it so people are finding great use in this there's not one particular use that one line like even we're talking about all the folks with cancer think about all the folks with alzheimer's that are memory is something that they are struggling with and they're using circular to create those things for their loved one that sounds such so powerful and you get so animated, you know, when you talk about how it's affecting other people. And it makes me wonder how has creating this technology and, and interfacing with users affected your own grief about your father's death? Obviously, loss of father always going to stay with you. But what, what it's a higher meaning now. What I'm looking at it is what I'm doing is going to bring so much good for the people. So what I'm doing, my, my mission is I want to do this to build this to honor my father. So that's the big mission that drives me to do this crazily for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, it seems like such a, such a way to carry on his legacy of what he did in his life. Yeah, the, in grief process, there is joy also comes in because what I'm hearing from the users on what this will do for them, when I hear that, it further reinforces that we are on the right track of building something very precious and personal for people. So it's really, we, we want to build a technology, that technology will be out of it, just between you and your loved one. We are like the Uber who's, if you're going to give us something here, like a FedEx maybe here and say it goes and delivers in this circle, it will do, whether it's digital, physical, and we have much bigger roadmap of how we want to develop this thing to around servicing families through all the things that you will need in a generational technology. Yeah, I love that. It's grief, grief Uber <laughs> and helping people get their memories where they need to go. And the other thing I'm wondering about is Circle It is really focused on the idea that 
preserving memories and legacy is a good thing. Like it's a helpful thing. And there are a lot of people when they're grieving are like, this is too painful. Like I don't, what is the point of trying to remember? Because it's just too agonizing. What's your sense of that? I went through this personally. I, I went through personally when I had the first letter from the dad that he sent in 2011. There were other series of things. It took me first time. It took me because that the second letter that I was I was reading that I was supposed to read after he died. It took me six months close to actually have the courage to read that because there was so much in it. It was emotionally a lot. So when we built the technology, we wanted to make sure that we it's everything is into bite-sized chunk. All that memory at one time was very overwhelming. Hundreds of pictures and all that. So circulate chops it up. Maybe on the wedding day, you want mother wanted to send a message to, to her daughter and the husband, right? Like those are all the things that this technology will be able to do. Yeah, in a sense, it's almost normalizing accessing those memories too, just thinking about it from that perspective. And what do you think your dad would say about what you've created with Circle It? He would love the fact that I was doing this in a private manner because that's what he stood for. Uh, he would be very proud of the fact that we are finding a very honest way to actually deliver people this and keep it and not not commercialize their love and emotions, right? Like that is very extremely important to me and, and was important to my dad as well. So he would be very proud that this technology is going to extend what he started. Basically, if he was alive today, that's what he would say. Think about this way that one private message to your son or daughter five, ten years from now, do you really want that to show up on social media? And not, it's very personal communication between people and taking time to remember somebody or even, even I, I'll tell you this way, just, just imagine this, right? That the true circular thing is, is about caring about somebody and bringing families together. So when you create a card today, or if I'll create a card for my nephew's birthday that he will get for 10 years from now, it's I'm putting in time and effort thinking about him. So those cards 10 years from now are more precious than any card you can walk into Target or 7-Eleven and get in right that in the last five minutes of that. So that is what we are going for, upping the quality of the relationship. So birthdays and graduations are not just HBBD or whatever the abbreviation people use, right? To me, it's just so impersonal. Like what is in it? Like I might as well not even do that. So this is where Circulate is a technology for people that matters the most. It's not for the rest of the way. It's for the people that you really care about and, and, and for you to communicate and for them to likewise. And I'm imagining this is so on people's minds right now in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic, where we're having to get really creative about creating and maintaining quality connections with people that we might not be able to spend time with in person. And we do have to rely on technology to cultivate and expand those connections. So this seems like a good uh, overlap in terms of context right now. Yeah, we and we are seeing some of that. We, I mean, as a, as a startup, first month in, in, in the App Store and Google Play, I mean, literally in the, in the first month, we just finished our first month, we acquired 147,000 users in 154 countries. I'm seeing this, this is again, I'm not going to pat myself on the back. This is true human emotion at play. This is a very important technology that solves a very important people's problem, which is time. Yeah, time and relationship and how the time is limited, but the relationship can be infinite. Yeah, yeah. 
because our loved one won't miss, won't forget us when, when we are gone, right? Whether you are there or not, it will still do what you have asked it to do. It will be the custodian to execute what your wishes are. I'm thinking so much right now of the the kids and the teens who are in the support groups that I run and how often as they get to a different place in their life, you know, maybe they were eight when their person died and now they're in high school and they just wish they could have that conversation with their person of like, what was high school like for you? What advice do you have for me? And and thinking about how Circle It could be an opportunity for parents and caregivers to create those touchstones of connection and communication even if that person's still alive, because when you're a teenager, sometimes it's easier to get that information from your adult in the virtual realm than having to go and have an in-person conversation. Absolutely. I, I, have, a very, I have a friend named Dan who few, just a few days ago sent me a message, very personal message. He took a picture of a letter that his mom wrote to him in June 10th, 1983. And that letter was just delivered to him by mom's roommate. And that two-page letter talks about what she was feeling at that time. So the first thing he, after reading that, he messaged me and he said, brother, what you're building, I just got a proof of this. And I have a whole quotation. I know I misquote him, but he truly talked about how this just basically wakes him up to like what circle it is going to do. Like he understands it because it really moved him to receive that letter. And this just happened two days ago. Such a beautiful, yeah, just like proof <laughs> that it's really needed technology. So now I'm excited. I want to get involved. I'm guessing listeners are feeling excited and wanting to get involved too. What's the best way for them to access this technology? The best way to access circle it is going to be through App Store. Our Google Play, Circle It, uh, one word, and our website is circleit.io, and email is art at circleit.io. If anyone wants to email me any questions, happy to answer it. Great. Well, listeners, I'll put all those things in the show notes so you don't have to scribble them down really quickly. And yeah, go check out Circle It and, and see if there's a way for you to get engaged uh, in this really exciting new technology. Art, thank you again for coming on the show today to talk with me about this and to and about your own personal grief and how it connects to this new app, this technology that you've created. And thank you for uh, allowing the opportunity for us to be here and tell our story. It means a lot. Thank you so much. And listeners, as always, a big thank you to you for being part of the Grief Out Loud community because otherwise we'd just be talking into the void. So I'm so glad you're on the other end tuning in. If you have any suggestions or if you want to just reach out to me to tell me what the show means to you, you can email me at griefoutloud at dougie.org. And if you want to find any of our past episodes, just go to our website, dougy.org forward slash griefoutloud. So thanks for listening and we hope you'll join us again next time.